It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. All right. We only have a couple more hours left to become official type sounding footy fans. Footy Who's fans. ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's I'm be hooligans. Ready. I'm ready for this. Fuzzy, how do we soccer hooligan? Uh, what do you know about soccer hooliganism sitting here at uh, 5.30 on a Wednesday morning? Uh, well, the key to being a soccer hooligan, uh, I believe, would be uh, putting the fanatic in fan. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. You got to go over the top with yeah. everything, right? And there's also lots of chanting and cheering and different things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether you're watching on TV and there's all the different chants that happen, or even if you go to a Cavalry FC game and you see the the section called the Foot Soldiers, right. they have all sorts of chants and things that happen throughout yeah. the game. So I think that's that's kind of how we need to prepare. I think the other thing about um, being a true uh, soccer hooligan or soccer fan, you got to wear the team colors like a badge of honor. Yeah. And I, I know this is a, an audio form and you, you can't see us. Uh, Fuzzy's wearing a black T-shirt. Failed. I'm, I'm wearing a, 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 a white T-shirt. Yeah. Um, and then we got Captain Canada over there. Yeah. So, somebody else in the room, though, is is head to toe in, yeah. in red. Danae, how yeah. would you describe your, your outfit today? Uh, I would say, um, I don't. What would you describe this 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 jacket as? It's a track jacket. It's a track jacket. It's an athletic jacket. Yeah, it's got it's got a Canada badge on yeah. it, and it, and it says established uh, in 1867, which yeah. I know is which is can, when Canada was established. Yeah. I think it's our birthday. It just, oh yeah, it's just Canada across the back. Yeah. It says Canada across the back, but more importantly than the jacket. Oh yeah, I'm wearing my my Canada bucket hat, but not just any bucket hat. The word Canada is bedazzled. Ooh. On the front of it. it is uh it, it, it is quite a hat. Yeah. Um gee, I wonder where she got it, Fuzzy. Where would somebody procure a bedazzled Canada bucket hat in Boy, Calgary? you know, there's only two choices. I uh-huh. one being the bay and the other being Dollarama. Uh, I'm gonna say Dollarama. Ain't no bay money in that bucket hat, but today it is looking good because Thanks. it is Team Canada Woo. versus Belgium today. Go Canada World Cup, it is on. Uh you know what else is very important? for soccer hooliganism and, and being a f- true fan is, is, is the music, the mm-hmm. ambiance. Yes, uh, knowing that if you're at a, a football match anywhere, you could take, like, uh, the sound of the of the guitar chorus of of um, uh, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes, right. and yeah. everything is a chant. Yeah. Oh, go Canada, go. Or... Oh, we're watching soccer. Virgin Radio. Fuzzy's playing air guitar. Anytime you do something like that, that is like an official sounding chant, and anything goes with it. So that's another very, very important thing to remember. I like that. that I was good. I don't know if I want to watch soccer or listen to a Pentatonix album after hearing Hey, you know what? With that those types of acoustics. amazing acapella. I'm very confused as to what I want to do with my day Yo, now. I'll slap that air bass all day. <laughs> you know what we got to do right now to uh, get the full uh, World Cup FIFA 2022 vibes as we get ready to cheer on Canada versus Belgium. We got to get a taste of that uh, World Cup anthem. Tuka tuka ta, tuka tuka ta ta. I, I think we're ready. We're so ready for that. I think we're ready. Go we team in red. Kick that ball. Now we just have to wait six and a half hours. Yeah, now we just got to wait, uh, wait for the game uh, later on. But, hey, it's going to be fun. Good news. The ship's open, though. Yeah, hey, that's right, yeah. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. Hello?
98.5 Virgin Radio. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. Oh, it is the best of the absolute worst. And we've always, always, always got such an appreciation for you sharing and oversharing with us every Wednesday morning about bad dates. Oh, it's so glorious. And I love that, like, after watching that horrific Bachelor in Paradise finale last night, oh, we just awesome. get to keep the ball rolling with all the relationship disasters today. Up next to share about the worst date she ever went on is Andrea. So I went on a date with this guy, and he thought, hey, you know what? Let's make a sweet meal out of this. Montana's got all-you-can-eat ribs. Oh, no. Let's eat our heart out. Yeah. After that was done, he was saying, oh, geez, my stomach kind of hurts. And I'm like, okay, we can just head back to your place or whatever, and you can do your thing. And by the time we reach, like, airport trail, he's like, I got to go now. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, like, now. And I'm like, there's nowhere to turn. There's nowhere to go. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you going to do? So he's, like, going 100 in a 60 and, like, booting it to the airport he pulls over gets out of his vehicle doesn't even shut the front door runs into the airport i swear to god security thought he was probably like a terrorist or something because yeah. he oh just, just flew in there yeah and then he comes out and does like the full-on walk of shame like head down like not making eye contact and he gets into the vehicle. I'm like, did you make it? He's like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean, no? <laughs> He's like, I didn't make it. <laughs> so he ended up uh, pooping his pants. And um, yeah. So what did he end up doing? Did he end up ditching the undies in, in the washroom? Or did he come back with baggage that he didn't have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I would have smelt it if he did that. Um, no, he actually told me that he threw the underwear into the garbage. So, yes. Oh, my. Maintenance got a nice little surprise, I guess. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, my gosh. So that had to have been your last date. No, I ended up marrying him, and we were married for 12 years. <laughs> and we have three children together, but we've been divorced for almost four now. Okay. <laughs> Please tell me you bring that up to him all the time and say, yeah, well, remember the time you crapped your pants? Oh, 100%. And he's like, oh, man, don't remind me. But... <laughs> In in his defense, he does have IBS, so oh. and we later found that out. So the poor guy, like I did feel kind of bad for him. Oh my goodness, Hall of Fame story right there, Andrea. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thank you guys. Oh man. <laughs> By the way, we got uh, we got more worst date Wednesday coming up for you. Yeah, we do. In fact, Esther is going to talk about. How a trip to another chain restaurant in Calgary completely ruined everything. Uh-oh. Well, I got this guy who invited me to go to a date, and he came with a beautiful flower to my house. And he he took me to Red Lobster. Not to mention, never mentioned to him that I did not eat seafood. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so he took me to Red Lobster. I didn't know we were going there. And when we get to the place, I was just kind of, I just smiled at him and just I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll just go in. <laughs> he goes he goes in and everything, and he orders this fanciest Red Lobster, the most expensive one. And I just look at him and I look at the server and I just smiled and like, you know, the nervous giggle you give. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, do you have, perhaps have chicken? Oh. <laughs> Server just with his look literally just looked at me like, what the hell I was doing there? Yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> I, I too, Esther, am that person where I've had to go to like a Red Lobster or a seafood place yeah. and have to like order off the kids' menu and be like, <laughs> they're like, well, we can make you like a grilled cheese or something, little boy. And I'm like, I'm not a little boy. I'm 20 years old. <laughs> Yes, literally. That's what they did. Um, they gave me a kid's menu, and I ordered the, ki- the kid's chicken meal. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> to all of you non-seafood eaters, may I suggest this? Because I know it's probably embarrassing to be in that situation. There you are. You're at a nice restaurant, and everybody's ordering seafood. What you want to do is you want to order the surf and turf without the surf. Oh, oh really? And then you're just okay. ordering a, a nice steak. Oh. There you go. Okay, that's smart. Yeah, that would have been smarter. <laughs> but the poor guy, like, he was like, he did not know what to say to me after that. Oh. <laughs> do you still get a, a prize at Red Lobster if you order off the kids' menu, Esther? Because I remember back in the day, they'd bring oh, around a treasure a, chest. They'd bring no, around a treasure yes. chest, and you got to pick out a toy. The best. They gave me a coloring menu. <laughs> Nothing makes you feel more like a grown-ass woman out on a date than getting a kid's coloring menu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ended up dating the guy for like three years, and it was the most hilarious date conversation ever. So it still worked out okay. Yeah, then I, after three years, I broke up with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, if you didn't get enough dating drama in last night's Bachelor in Paradise finale, Honestly. we got even more for you with stories about the absolute worst dates in the history of Calgary. And oh, man, our friend Miko has a good one. I met this guy and he was really cute and we had mutual friends and we decided that we should go on a double date with them. So the first part was going to Faux and so we went out and then we were going to go for a walk at Prince's Island and we got there first and the next couple took them a while to get there. We were catching up and all of a sudden it got really awkward. And as we're walking, the two guys walk in front and my friend looks at me and says, we just broke up. And so I was really confused and we had a party to go to afterwards. And the whole time we're at this party, the now ex-boyfriend is trying to talk to me and be like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're meant to be together. Don't you think we're meant to be together? And I'm just like, "Uh, yeah, so I'm on a first date. This is really awkward. And... So the guy that I'm on a date with is like, yeah, you know, like that was a little shady. She shouldn't have done that. Oh, but my back's up against the wall. And I'm like, who are you to say what's happening? No. Oh, my God. You are wrong. And so it got really awkward. And we're just like, well, this was fun. Uh, Yeah. So the whole night we're kind of like being forced, not intentionally, but we're being forced to take sides. Messed up. Well, and I was just like, no, if somebody wants to break up with you and they don't want to be part of your life, then I think that that's acceptable. And if you can't handle it, then sorry. And my now husband was like, no, I think that was like, we're on a double date. Like, this shouldn't have happened. I'm like, well, I don't really feel like you can control when a natural breakup (laughs) happens. So needless to say that my husband and I did not talk for a while after that because it got very, very awkward. And it's just like a year because we were so we're both very stubborn individuals when we were set in our place. I was gonna ask, like, you're on a first date and you end up having to like basically be lawyers for your friends. That's right. There's no way that anything goes further after that first date, but you guys are married now. How did you get past that after the year of silence? Um, well, 
we just ended up talking again, and my husband is a very big hypochondriac. If he's listening, he'll he'll understand. He was having hernia surgery, and he decided that that was the time to tell me that he really actually liked me and that he wanted to try to make things work because oh he thought he was going to die. Oh, my God. And let's not forget the other thing. I mean, the amount of passion that you guys had mm. with that first yes. fight on that mm. first date, that was passion <laughs> that still didn't get a chance to work its way into the bedroom. It marinated yeah. for a year. <laughs> That that laugh says that I'm right. I close my case. Yeah, and we do not ask any further questions and no further inquiries. (laughs) That is such a great story, Miko. Thank you. No problem. Next to share on Worst Date Wednesday, it's Simone. I went out with this guy, and he... (laughs) To say he was very full of himself is a huge understatement. Uh We we were in a packed, packed restaurant, and he's talking about himself. He's talking about himself. He tells me that he only dates models and then proceeds to pull out his phone and show me the model no. that he dated. <laughs> what is it like his resume? Like, oh, I've, uh, as you see here, I'm very qualified with beautiful women. Yes. And then as we're talking, he's telling me about his, his ayahuasca trips to Peru um, and then going on and on. And then all of a sudden, he looks at the table behind me and starts screaming at them. Uh-oh. And he's like, stop staring at me. Why are you staring at me? And they're like, what? It was so uncomfortable. And I'm like, are you okay? Do you want Do you want to switch seats? He's like, no, I'll be fine if they just stop staring at me. <sighs> and it goes on about his stories. And then cut to later in the evening, he gets up to go to the bathroom, and that table is still there. And they go, you're, you're a very rude young man. And he goes, yeah, well, you shouldn't be staring at me. Uh-oh. And they go, we weren't staring at you. We were looking at the menu above your head. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And how, how did he respond to that? He just kept walking to the bathroom, and then the the couple the table yelled at me, get yourself a new boyfriend, sweetie. And I'm oh. I wanted to crawl in a hole and die. Okay, so you so dropped scary. a word a couple seconds ago that I had to Google recently because the word was used on Bachelor in Paradise. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is huge right now, and I only know oh, this because yeah. it's a it's a big thing with Aaron Rodgers, who then okay. quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, yeah. went on a, a whole retreat to kind of it's a oh, it's a wow, substance where it takes you to an enlightened sense. It's uh, basically like mushrooms, but some other kind of root or something. Sure, right? yeah. He told me all about it. He's done like sixteen trips to Peru. It's, oh my god, it was terrible. I think anyone listening right now could agree this dude was tripping in some way or another. Yeah, exactly. was, maybe he was on the ayahuasca there at the yeah. restaurant. Or he was just a complete D-bag. Who knows? Yeah. But he, he, he wasn't all there. <laughs> and as a result, not a part of your life anymore, no. Simone. No, no. He asked me out again, and I just wrote back, I think we're looking for different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, was looking, he was looking for a mirror. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Time hey. to name fuzzy. Real fun and all about Calgary. Time for shout outs. This is where we pause for positivity. We talk about good things happening around Calgary. Fuzzy, who's getting your shout out? I need to send a big shout out to everybody who drives northbound Deerfoot north of 16th Ave on weekdays during rush hour because holy smokes. I had to be in Evanston yesterday at 3.30 for a wedding. Congratulations to Devin and Michelle. Uh, But on the way home, driving southbound Deerfoot, and just seeing the total gridlock that <laughs> oh. was going on north of Sixteenth uh, Avenue so gross. was unreal. Now I know what rush hour is like. I used to drive it on a fairly regular basis. Like as of like a couple of weeks ago, at four o'clock, I would normally be in my car driving northbound Deerfoot. 
up until Memorial. And you're yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. You know, it's a little more traffic, but it's it's not what's happening north of 16th <laughs> Avenue, though. All Holy smokes. spots, so painful. I very, very, very rarely have to drive rush hour in that area. But yeah. when I do, same fuzzy. Like, so much respect for people's sanity that have to do that every single day. Total chaos. From 16th Avenue to Airdrie. Oh, yeah, honestly. What? May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> There's that spot at 64th Ave where it kind of starts to speed up a bit, and then you have to slam yeah, on yeah, your yeah, brakes yeah, again yeah, really yeah. quick. But it's like a, yeah. it's like a fall house. So yeah. that's a good reminder. Our uh, wonderful friend, Andrew uh, Kanichiwa, is very good company if you are stuck in your vehicle. Sure. Oh, that, there you go. Yes. Between like 4.30 and 6 o'clock, 90 minutes of nonstop music. Andrew's super fun. So just, uh, you got a friend there. You got a friend there. I want to share a shout-out that went super viral on uh, Calgary social media from a woman named Vanessa. She posted uh, that a week ago, her and her son went to Walmart and had a very specific amount of money that they could spend, didn't have any extra than what they had, Uh, got in line, and I guess she asked the cashier um, the two most important things, scan those through, see how much it comes to, and they had a few items that they had to put back and set aside. And I guess without even flinching the person in line behind them just walked up and said i'll pay for the rest of your items no way and just like tapped your card that's awesome and the woman said it wasn't a large amount maybe ten dollars but just the fact that this person was just like saw somebody else that was struggling stepped up and helped uh vanessa said that she immediately burst into tears hugged her multiple times and like just such a beautiful moment happening at the walmart somebody else stepping up and taking care of another person that's so great uh how about a big shout out to a young man named tadashi He's the new snow leopard at the Calgary Zoo. Oh, my goodness. And my man is here for one reason and one reason only. Her name is Leica. Oh, oh, yeah. She's the female snow leopard at the zoo. She is so oh, beautiful. I like her a lot. These creatures are absolutely glorious. They are. Here's the problem, bro. Oh, okay. uh, little background on snow leopards. Yeah. Uh... They're on the risk of being an endangered species. Totally. So, like, I'm just saying, Tadashi's a good-looking guy, He's right? a very handsome cat. He's got a look in his eye where you're like, oh, yeah. What's up, dude? He's also, like, thick, double C. Oh, big time. Hey, yeah. Big time. Yeah. And, like, the best part is, is he has such an incredible pickup line for her. Hey, if not for me... Do it for the species. <laughs> you know, if we were the last two snow leopards on <laughs> the planet, or one of, <laughs> you know, maybe me and you head back to my cave. Because I don't. I, like a you. I like a you. Oh, I like a you a lot. Yeah. They're going to make beautiful babies together. We hope. That is the hope yep. at the Calgary Zoo. Yeah, they can't. Uh, or at least have fun trying it. <laughs> they, 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 they can't guarantee it, but the Calgary Zoo literally said, hey, if you're around the snow leopard exhibit, yeah. keep it down. But keep also down. play this song on your phone. Yeah, yeah. These two just, these crazy cats just trying to get to know each other, see what happens. So, uh, to Tadashi and Leica. Might mess around and go half on a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Leopard Love. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy on What You Call It Wednesday. This is why, just for fun, we take an everyday thing and talk about all the wonderful, unique names for it. And today, we want to get inside your relationship. We want to know what you call your partner and Danae. It's all in honor of the one, the only, 
Justin Bieber. Yeah, he was wishing his wife Haley a happy birthday on Instagram <laughs> and said, Love you, bum bum. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh, that is so absolutely adorable. And at first I was like, did he did he forget the R and he's like, hey, love your bum bum. But love no, no, bum that's bum. that's his term of affection for his wife is bum bum. So, so so love cute. love your bum your- bum is something that you text then on a regular basis, Fuzzy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't uh, be wrong, uh, but... What are you talking about? Uh, what you call your partner, our friend Melissa's got a pretty adorable story to share about the name from her man to her. Okay, so one time I was writing down my grocery list, and I really wanted green beans, so obviously you got to write that on the grocery list. Except for, you know how, like, they sound the same? I wrote G-R-E-A-N... B-E-E-N-S. And we started dying because that's not how you spell green beans and we were really tired. <laughs> no, that's that's and not so, how you spell either of those words. <laughs> I know. And so ever since then, he calls me beans. And um, every time we have to explain it, people kind of like roll their eyes a bit because it's like, oh, my God, you can't even spell green beans. <laughs> but like, we'll, we'll never not laugh at that story. That's kind of a cute nickname. I like it. <laughs> it is cute. So like, at least it's not like something worse, like carrot. I don't know. It is weird because like bean sounds cute, but if he's like, hey, carrot. Yeah. yeah. You're like, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a long, skinny orange thing. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, beans is uh, is kind of adorable. Uh, shout out to uh, Keila Koreshi. She says, I call my husband Tips. <laughs> That's when he states uh, the obvious. Thanks, uh, Tips. Otherwise, he's anything besides his name. Yeah. And then I feel like if you're in a relationship, you could probably relate to this. Uh, if we are on a first name basis, like if he calls her uh, Keela, yeah. they're probably fighting. Right? Oh. Yeah, because you get so used to calling somebody by that like pet name. That's like, what? Do not use my real name. Oh, you're mad at me then. It's worse if they break out your middle name, too. Yeah. Tyler John. Oh. Tyler John. Oh. Text here from Michaela. says, morning all. I call my boyfriend Lovebug because he doesn't like being called handsome. Or because he, he doesn't like being called handsome or daddy. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Lovebug. Love bug. That's adorable, too. Michaela, thank you for listening on uh, on your way to work. Thank you for sharing with us. Uh, I personally am uh, really, really big on nicknames. And the more grandiose, the better. Because, like, Danae, yeah. if, we're, if, if our whole conversation was about Danae and the nickname that your husband has for you, it'd be a one-second conversation because <laughs> it's... Babe. We'd be like, okay, <laughs> let's play a song now. This is over. Babe. Yeah, babe. Uh, my couple favorite uh, <laughs> nicknames for my uh, wonderful, beautiful wife Kelly. Uh, number one, the Duchess of Whitehorn. Uh, yes, okay. I love that. Yeah, yeah, she's oh. like a she's like a Northeast princess. Yeah, <laughs> and and I um I swooped into her life and I rescued her. Okay. Oh, God, be- because if it wasn't for me, I, I don't know stop. I don't know where she'd be. Oh. Um, we could, we could get into it, but no, I probably shouldn't. I don't Please think, don't. I think we should stop Please there. Please don't. Please tell us the other nickname that is is much better in my opinion. Oh, the other one's great. The other one's great. I always call her uh, a delicate angel feather. That's so beautiful. Because if you think of things that are absolutely like wonderful, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? Being brushed up with an actual living embodiment of an angel. Yeah. A delicate angel. Right. It's it's the Christmas season. I believe there are angels among us sent to us from somewhere up above. And then one day, one of the feathers just fell off and fluttered down to earth. Yes. And that's my wife. And it would be like one of those weird butterfly kisses where people put their eyebrows or their eyelashes on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing so good with it being such a cute... Nice nickname, and then you got to get weird. 
It's almost like uh, the beginning and end of Forrest Gump, where that beautiful little feather yes. is floating in the sky. That's yeah. her. She's just so beautiful. Just so just. <laughs> also, like she's like the angel delicate fla- feather, and then like the rest of you in the house with three boys. It's just like a bunch of pigeon feathers flying. Oh, we're, no, no. Even worse, we're disgusting Canada geese walking around <laughs> yeah. pooping everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Man, shout out to everybody who is uh, living their best life. Lined up outside of a local bar. Place has been open since, what is it, like like 5 a.m.? I think it was 7 today. Because okay. yeah. it's kind of a little bit staggering but based on, like, who's playing and when they're playing and okay. everything. I think today they've been open since 7. All we know is the question of who would be out so early on a weekday to go watch a football game. <laughs> yeah. The answer Calgarians are out there getting it. Yeah, big lineup outside the ship and anchor this morning, seeing photos of that, which is pretty cool. And yeah, you just know that there's people all over the place that are skipping work today. Yeah, skipping work or or, or taking off uh, for an for an early lunch. Um, Fuzzy, the beautiful thing about the, the the World Cup is everybody is at a different level of of football understanding absolutely or also passion like there are diehards who are like at regulars at at cavalry fc games yeah. and like they take their families there and everything and they're all about it and they know all of the cheers and all of the chants that happened with the foot soldiers and all of that stuff and then there's the people who are like right i should pro- do i have something canadian that i can wear today because uh, canada's playing uh-huh. danae i'm looking at you head to toe in in, in canada gear wearing my wearing my bucket hat that has canada bedazzled on it and then there's people who are like yo this is an excuse to go drink and Let's go. Let's do this. Totally. What do we say? What do we do? How do we cheer? That's one of the really important things. And we actually have uh, a friend of ours who's who's at the World Cup. He's been checking in with us from time to time. And now we've learned the like the official way to chant for Canada. This is what people are chanting in the Canada House and en route to the soccer stadium to watch the football match against Belgium at noon. Yeah, there's a big uh, march that's going on from Canada House to the stadium. And our friend Tazo sent us a video of what's going on there featuring the go-to cheer for Team Canada. Check it out. There you go. Oh, man. If you uh, go out for uh, an early lunch where you have no intentions of getting back to any type of work today because <laughs> you're getting off and ready to have some fun, yeah. we send you away with ooh-ah, Canada, ooh-ah, Canada. Canada. You ooh, are going to look ah, like Canada. a very ooh, OG ah, football fan. Yeah. Ooh, ah, Canada. Ooh-ah, Canada. Ooh-ah, Canada. Ooh-ah, Canada. Listening to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here live weekdays, 5:30 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.